Our podcast is intended for mature audiences. We'll be using adult language and listener discretion is advised. We'd like to remind everyone that we don't have all the answers. Our discussions are opportunities for us to understand the world around us with the information that we have. That means we may say things that are inaccurate, false, or possibly offensive. Thank you. Happy 2017. Good. What was that? Oh my god. First celebrity death of 2017. Are you ready? Ronda Rousey's career. Oh, bars, bars, bars. And the Redskins' playoff hopes. That's uh, fine. Career too. And Mariah Carey's career or whatever was Did left Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. It doesn't matter. She gets heck a bank because of freaking Christmas music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Actually, though. Yo, her, her performance was so soggy. She stopped and was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. It was like a Good kid for- that lost on the playground. Dancers, carry me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody somebody uh, posted on Tumblr and they said, and I quote, uh, Mariah Carey didn't give us, uh, didn't give 2016 the concert it wanted, but the one it deserved. Yeah, You're damn so right. True. That was, yeah. <laughs> You're damn right. On point. Oh, you want to know my fun fact of the day? Sure. Did you know that Eminem annotates his own lyrics on Genius.com? Yes. I didn't yeah. know that, actually. It's kind of cool. Huh? Yeah. I do. I read his annotations. Yeah, I read it. On Reddit, mm-hmm. but it was cool. Yeah, I found out, and I was like, I "Man, really that's important. neat." Uh, Jay Z also does that. He came out with a that. book called, I think, "Decoded," and he goes through his lyrics and he gives breakdowns of his, I think, his entire discography. That's amazing. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. I, I highly encourage MCs to do that, especially if you're, um, you're good on bars and word association, or if your rhymes are just heavy with slang. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's very important to do. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. Yes. What is it called? I think it's called Decoded. Um, I, th- I I saw it in Barnes & Noble a long time ago. I spent like a good hour or two just reading it there. It is called Decoded, by the way. Nice Google search, Adam. Yeah. Did you find it on Ask Jeeves? I did. I know it. I used DuckDuckGo, guys. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I use Google Ultron as my browser. Oh, shit. What's that? Is that a thing? Can no. make it a thing? Did y'all get to see uh, UFC 127? Yeah. Oh, man. I saw the 15-second gif of Ronda getting her head kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't a kick. It was like a left hook and then like a right under uppercut and then like a jab... And then a couple of combinations, and then she just stopped fighting. Yeah, man. And the ref was like, "Okay, this is enough." That was crazy. Yeah, the ref stepped in so fast for Ronda. Yeah. I was like, she could, she could have just like taken the hits. But anyways, you think it was a good she call? She did take the hits. Yeah, I think it was a good call for sure. I was watching it again, and I, I don't know, I just couldn't. I didn't. After rewatching it, I thought maybe he came in a little too soon. And no, I mean, she wasn't protecting herself. She was basically about to fall down when he stepped in. Right. I think he should have left her, let her fall down and see what happens at, at that point. Then you can call it. Let her get punched more? I don't, sure. her. No, no. I don't think she was about to fall down. She was cl- clearly standing up straight. Um, she was leaning against the fence when it happened. Um, but she was looking dazed. Uh, I think towards the end, Nunez hit her with like, what, a six seven hit combo, combo straight yeah, to the face it was awesome and she had several combos three or four hits 
um, to the face, just very, very precise, very accurate. Um, but she's been training her entire like career for for Ronda Rousey. So right. I mean, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that brings us to a good conversation or point of conversation is you know when they have these fights right with at UFC these large mainstream fights. What are your what are you guys' thresholds? Like, I, I, obviously, the ref has like a, some sort of idea in, in which he wants to call the fight, or when he wants to call the fight, or she wants to call the fight. But in your head, I mean, there are multiple situations where I've like I've been watching a fight and I've thought maybe the ref could have let it go a little further to see, you know, if like for example that one situation where who who was it again that came back from the dead and ended up getting a draw. You mean the last one we saw? Yeah, the last no, one we saw that together. No, but that was high-level jiu-jitsu. That was on the ground. He was able to escape that with some skill. Right. Whereas with Ronda, like, it was clear that she looked very amateurish. Like, she didn't have any pro- professional fighting skills at all. I mean, She looked wow. like a chump. Yeah. She didn't know what boxing was. Yeah. She stood there and blocked the punches with her face. Yeah, her coach got a lot of flack, a lot of shit for He that. should have. He didn't yeah. do a good job. He was telling her to clinch up. You could hear her corner. Mm-hmm. And the entire time he was telling her to just clinch up and try to get closer to her. When what he, she should have been doing was taking it to the ground. Like, she's good at judo. She could have thrown Nunez. Nunez is like, she has a couple of pounds on her on Nunez. She could have easily thrown Nunez and yeah. taken her to the ground. But she listened to her coach as soon as she realized that she wasn't going to be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she got shook after that first combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Nunes has been very vocal about how Ronda should be retiring, and she talked a lot of shit towards her coach, too. She was like, it's all your fault, you know, Mm -hmm. so, yeah. She still got three mil for the fight. I mean, that's crazy. I feel like like Nunes should have gotten that money. Like... I don't understand why Ronda was the one that got that much money. I mean, I understand I understand why, but I don't agree with the numbers. As right. far as, like, she's not the champion. The only reason... Yes, you're right. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not the champion. Mm-hmm. She doesn't deserve that much money. Right. And the, I, think, I think she should have... The stakes should have been, if you lose, Nunes takes that three mil from you. You swap salaries because mm-hmm. that's what you deserve. I've always wondered what that what the pay structure is in it, in UFC because I have like no idea. I mean, because think I mean that's the logical thing. It, it, right? it all depends. That the winner get, ends up getting the money. It all depends. It's because the, they they've monetized Rousey. You know, they think in in the UFC's oh, mind yeah. she she brings in the tickets, blah blah she's blah. Draw, and she's, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 yeah, like Nunez, it, who should be considered a contender, still isn't, and she isn't considered a draw by the people who preside over these things. So of course she's not worth the mills. At that point, those people should reevaluate how they put those people into position because if the people that think that she's not a draw. They should restructure that because that means that even though she's a champion, their system is failing her. It's bad booking at that point, and that's the person that's owning UFC or whoever the booker is of that time. Like whoever books these matches is the one who's to be blamed, and that's yes. Dana. And and I also think it's very disrespectful to the champion. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like, like you know what I mean? there's no yeah. way Ronda deserved that three mil. There's yeah. no way. And also going back to what you were saying about choosing the fights, the yeah. fighters. My problem is why did they give Rousey another title shot? Yep. Why she lost she she lost embarrassingly Twice. to Holly, right? And then after that long hiatus, they're just gonna hand her the title shot? No, I think you should start over and From work your way up again. Absolutely. I don't. It's all marketing. I think. Mm-hmm. 
because it it's probably going to bring in more pay-per-view or whatever. But I think after this fight, Rousey's not going to have that kind of, you know, media attention anymore. I can't like, imagine what she's feeling right now. A lot of people are talking about her retiring, and I think she's also thinking about it as well. There's also talk about her going to the WWE, and I don't know how I feel about that either. So. I mean, well, she's a terrible actress, so she'll never make it in the WWE. No, she won't. But the thing is, they've there's always like cross-contamination between the UFC and WWE ever since Brock Lesnar did what he did. God like, damn it. CM Punk. Let's go back to him real quick. CM Punk went from the WWE to UFC, and he got his shit wrecked. He got he got choked out in like a minute and a half, and it was like the same thing. So maybe if Ronda goes to the WWE, I mean, she did make a WrestleMania appearance with The Rock and did all that stuff um, two years ago. Wow, two years ago. Shit. Um, and that's cool, but it depends on how much money... Vince McMahon is willing to give her like that's definitely where she will go if she wants another paycheck mm -hmm. but if she wants to like redeem herself as a fighter she would go back to the UFC she would train harder and become better yeah. yeah I think that's what she should do I think she should continue to train and come back don't let these two losses just kind of like tarnish her career you don't want to end it this way I think I think she's a brilliant fighter she has skills she has talent she just had two bad fights against top tier high level exactly. elite martial artists I mean it doesn't take anything away from her she's still a brilliant fighter she still can kick ass you know and she's going to continue to have fans she's going to catch more W's that's my opinion I mean I agree with you because I mean there's a reason she won what what medal did she win? Adam, do a quick uh, Google search. But she was an Olympic yeah, judo yeah, fighter. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. Saying that you were one of the best in the world yes. at a martial art. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? So bringing that in there shows that she has a capability of learning. Yeah. And the MMA needs highly specialized martial artists like that who have trained in their disciplines at that high level. A lot of these fighters are freestyle fighters or they're coming up as MMA fighters. And I think that's probably... That might be where the direction of mixed martial arts is going. Because, you know, this whole idea that you have to, you know, train under one system um, or one school of, of fighting. I mean, that that's antiquated now. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, it just doesn't work anymore. It's not... If you're, if you're training to be better at defending yourself and um, inflicting damage, then studying one form, studying one discipline is just not going to do it nowadays. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Uh, like, Rousey won a, uh, in Beijing, she won a bronze medal. Bronze medal, okay. I mean, still, shit. Yeah, no, no, that's impressive for sure. Mm -hmm. And she earned it when she was, I believe, 21. Wow. Dang. Yeah, shit. You know what I was doing when I was 21? I don't remember. <laughs> So let's go down uh, the rest of what happened UFC. I'm not going to go over everything, but just like the main highlights. The first fight was uh, Nico Price. It was his UFC debut. He fought uh, Brandon Thatch, and he submitted him in the first 4 minutes and 30 seconds and earned his purple belt in jiu-jitsu nice. from winning that Good fight. Good job. Yeah, so UFC debut, and he earned his purple belt that yeah, fight. Yeah, I'm um, Moving forward, uh, Magny versus Hendricks. 
Uh, this was a very controversial. The most. Yeah. Well, this is the guy that got yeah. wrecked. He got yeah. kicked across the cage. Yes. Yo. This was, this was a very controversial fight. Um, when they announced that Hendricks won 29 to 8, the whole like venue just booed it. To you know, 8? 29 to 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was very controversial, very close, um, and many people disagreed with the judge's decision. Wow. Then um, the flyweight uh, Ray Borg versus Luis, uh, Luis Smoka. There was a, it was a scramble, lots of complicated jujitsu positions. Um, and Man, I really wish I would watch this. Yeah, man. It, was, very, it sounds like it was very jujitsu. Very heavy. complicated jujitsu positions. I'm not knowledgeable enough to say, oh, he could, he should be doing this, like like human pretzel looking things. You know? Man. Yeah, yeah. And so Borg fought with a broken ankle his third round, and he was fine. He wasn't limping or anything, so he's a champion in my eyes. So he he fought the he finished the fight with a broken ankle and didn't even complain. So that's awesome. Force Griffin right there with a the yeah. broken jaw. And then going on to the main card, um, I'll just skip over to TJ Dillashaw versus John Lineker. TJ caught a body. Um, <laughs> he is a great fighter. He's a very unorthodox fighter. And I cannot wait to see TJ versus Dominic Cruz. It's going to be a, an amazing fight. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, next, Cody Garbrandt versus Dominic Cruz. This was the fight of the whole the night. Godbrand Man, y'all really, really should have seen this. On this was a very emotional fight. There's so much shit talking that happened. So much ta uh, taunting from Cody. Uh, it was so entertaining to watch. Beautiful. And after this fight, I'm definitely a Cody fan. The whole time, I was rooting for Dominic. I'm a huge Dominic fan. He is one of my favorite fighters in mixed martial arts. Really? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Bruce Lee was alive today, he would he would say that like Dominic is a you know good. He would call him a Jeet Kune Do fighter. You know what I mean? He has mastered his body very well. You know, he has his very unorthodox, hands down, never guard up, wild swinging, you know. And when I first saw him fight, I was like, this guy is weird. He's garbage, but he catches wins. And he has powerful, impactful punches. But with this fight, oh my God, Cody just made him look so fucking sloppy. Like the most sloppy I've ever seen him. And he com I've never seen anybody dominate Dominic Cruz like this before. There was this one point, I think in the third round, where Cody goes in for like an inside leg kick. Or no, no, no. Dominic Cruz goes for like an inside leg kick. And then he, I think he misses. And then Cody taunts him and he was like, ow! And then he purposely falls on the floor on his stomach just to what? be like, you suck, you couldn't do this. And then he Shit. gets back up. Throughout the three rounds, he would just, he took him down so many times. And then he would just stand there, point and laugh at him. And the crowd would just erupt. Oh He's a really God. good showman. You all, all have to see this fight. It was what are you so spoiling it then? And then, yeah, the, Ra the, Ra the Ronda Rousey fight. <laughs> yep, that was that. Yeah, just like Mariah Carey. I think the highlight was the Cody versus Dominic fight. Y'all really need to see that. I was rooting for Dominic, and I was really disappointed. But at the end of it, I'm not disappointed because it was a really good fight, and I am now a fan of Cody. So, I think yeah. going back to the idea of how martial arts is martial mixed martial arts is progressing. It's going back to where there were a bunch of different fighters. Like the weight classes didn't matter. It was actually no holds bar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to see it go back to that just for a little bit because I understand it's like super very unsafe just for like health standpoint. But I think that's where it's going to go back to because everything goes in a circle. 
I, I think they had special leagues for that, like the Japanese MMA. I think that like Strike Force yeah, and all that. Yeah, Strike Force. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, want, I think the UFC is coming back to it because, like, I don't know, man. I think it's too organized the way that it is, and you know, there's belts and all of that. It's way too complicated to go back to no to no weight class. No, I'm not saying that. All right, maybe I should rephrase that. Maybe not no weight classes, but I think that individually, like every single division and all of that, I think the fighters are getting more. I think they are getting more technical. I think they are getting more into like basically three different martial arts instead of like one. MMA fighters, specifically UFC fighters, are going towards three uh, specific martial arts that they're bringing together. And it's jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, boxing, and Muay Thai. I think that is what MMA is getting to be, you know, I guess... The foundation, that's what it is. And I think that's where, I'll, that's why a lot of the, the fights that you're seeing, they're ending up on the ground. Well, naturally, most fights, most fights do. Sense and do end up thing, on the yeah. ground, naturally. <clears throat> but I think it's interesting, man. Yeah. But I was watching, um, you ever watch that movie Fighter? Yeah. It was Tom Hardy. With, and no, with Channing Tatum. Channing, no, wrong, wrong movie. No, what is it? Fighting? No, that's fighting. That's fighting. You're right. Fighter is Tom Hardy and another person. He's an MMA fighter or whatever. Uh, and I was listening to how they were training for it and all that. And he's like, man, these people eat like trash. Like, I would never want to live like that. You wake up at like four o'clock and go run like 83,000 miles and then do like a million and 33 push-ups and like all this crazy shit. That blows. Man. And it made me think, man. I was like, dude. I love pizza so much. I love food. I love, man, I love mac and cheese. I love comfort food way too much to let it go. But one of the things in terms of eating healthy and trying to get back in shape, I think the New Year's uh, time of the year is all about getting back in shape and uh, exercise. And I think you're right, but like you should be doing that anyway. Like just because the calendar changes doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to start fucking going to the gym again. Bro, you should have done that. If you're going to make a change in your life, you do it. I mean, I'm all about for letting people say, oh, you know, I'm going to use this as my inspiration. It's a new start day. I can respect that. But at the end of the day, you got to keep it up. It's all about consistency. If you don't keep it up, it doesn't fucking matter. Agreed. And that's the first time I've sworn in this podcast by the way i'm keeping track now we should make it we should make it a game we should uh, have the visitor the viewers or listeners count how many times you curse no i'm not gonna curse anymore yeah that's what you say (laughs) adam how's the food man how's in and out in and out was an experience man tell us about it uh, so it, an, av- an average an average meal at In-N-Out, if you get what I got, if you get a burger, fries, and a shake, it's going to set you back $8 before tax and then $0.36 cents because California. That's not even bad. No, it's not, and it's worth it because all In-N-Outs are strategically placed in areas where they can get all their ingredients within a 24-hour period. Ooh, what? Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they're like organic, non-GMO, like jerk off to the trees type shit? No, none of that. It's just like you can get your you can get your beef like quickly. You can get your vegetables quickly. Like nothing really spoils. They're, they're it's pretty green, I guess, for a fast food restaurant. And California has a lot of green initiatives as a whole, which is kind of cool. But In and Out was fantastic. It tasted like Big Mac that didn't make me want to die, in a sense. Did it yeah. have the sauce though? I think the sauce is better than the Big Mac sauce. The sauce that In and Out has. 
I think it's absolutely fantastic. I thought In and Out was like the the cookout of the West Coast. No, 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 no. It's like the five guys on the West Coast. Okay. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. Makes a lot more sense. So um, I walked in and I placed my order, and I've been waiting for this day for like at least like seven or eight years, like going to an In and Out because like one of my friends told me that like In and Out was the closest thing you'll get to a Krabby Patty when I was a child. So of course I idealized. <laughs> so of course I idealized that a lot, right? And the the thing he convinced me of was when Bubble Bass uh, ordered his stuff. He ordered something that he ordered the way he ordered it was like an in and out order format, like a four by four on a raft actually exists. Yep, animal style. <laughs> animal style actually animal exists. Style actually, yep, I got you. So like, I was really excited. So I marched up and and some and uh, you know, my friends were like, uh, "Let me pay for you," and I was like, "No, I want this on my bank statement." <laughs> <laughs> All three times? All three times. <laughs> did they forget so, the pickles? No, they did not, and it was glorious. So I walked up, and I was like, yeah, um, let me get a double-double animal style, fries well done, and a Neapolitan shake. And dude's was like, no problem. And then after that, uh, my friend was like, Did you, do you think he comes here a lot? And the guy was like, obviously. And he's like, no, it's his first time, man. <laughs> I feel like you just made that up, but we should keep it. I, no, no, like that's legit what happened. That's awesome. And so, like, the, when you order fries well done, it means they fry them twice as opposed to just once. And animal style means. Does that mean they're burnt? It, no, it means they're crisp because. Oh, that means fried. when you dip it in the milkshake, it yes, it's exactly. shape. Exactly. Got you, son. That's mm-hmm. where the in and out comes from, man. Really? And so, <laughs> and animal animal style uh, means that they cook their. Um, it means that they cook their patties in mustard. Which tastes really good, uh, and so that that was good. That was good, and like I, it was good, and I was like, I feel like something was missing. <laughs> it was good, but I felt like something was missing, and so I was kind of like, at first, I thought I was underwhelmed. Yeah, so my compatriot was like, uh, okay, so next time you order, order um, animal style with chili, with chilies, I should say. And so what they do is they they uh, mince up pepperoncini and they add it to your burger. Oof. And so the next time, I, I may or may not have gone back to my hotel room and openly wept afterwards. <laughs> you sound like Anthony Bourdain. Well, that's good because the next goal the next goal is to go to the In and Out that Anthony Bourdain calls the best In and Out, which is in LA. So, yo, let's go West Coast road West trip. Coast. No, West fuck Coast. that. I'm gonna fly. I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, man. Year because you're not gonna make it in time. Yo, we'll road trip. I'll do it with you, man. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll go with you. I'm I'll trying to see the mountains and the rivers. Yeah, and the bro, I'm gonna fly to everywhere you're going and still make it there before y'all. <laughs> That's some current yeah, shit, right You there. can have that. You'll be sitting next to some smelly fat dude, and we'll have all the stories. And Actually, I'll be sitting in first class, so you can sit next to the smelly fat guys. <laughs> we ain't letting smelly fat people in our cars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no hitchhikers or nothing. You know, man. You're it's right, like it's like have the sign like no girls allowed in your clubhouse. No smelly fat people allowed. <laughs> no smelly fat people. Doesn't matter what you are. Just, just, just Mary, no, no fat people. <laughs> the can, the cans the go on. <laughs> Coke bottles. It's like we have a special scale in the trunk just for like. Oh my yeah, there's god. There's like you pull it out. How fat are you? No. You got it. Oh. Oh you didn't God. make the cut. You have this fill out an application. <laughs> application. Obviously, we're all kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, anyways, so that was good. 
but uh, surprisingly, In and Out was well, not surprisingly actually uh, was not the best thing I ate while I was in California. Of course, it wasn't. In Sacramento, there's this really good um, there's this really good Persian restaurant called Essie's Miracle Kebab. Are they going to send us some food now? I hope so. Shout out to Essie's Miracle Kebab, Folsom, California. Your job to call them and let them know they were in our featured in our episode. So, so I'll do it because their their menu is just one page. It's a family business. It has been for like 20 years. They are open New Year's Eve. And even my mom was like, dear God, this is the best kebab I've ever had. <laughs> Yo, when Mama Bear speaks that truth, that's how you know. Exactly. We, like you were able to get, we pretty much ordered everything on the menu because it's actually possible. <laughs> right. Did you yeah. guys, what did you guys do uh, at the hotel? Did you guys just go out and venture out and get food or did you guys order in delivery yeah, yeah we never we never ordered from the hotel no, no. okay we, we, we went out where we cooked okay which is cool you know what you should have cooked some fried chicken uh, I, mean, I had chicken biryani so close enough i guess <laughs> no actually speaking of chicken what? biryani yo i think i was talking to my brother i think i'm gonna start eating chicken again oh dang what well because i want to um, there's also, I told him when and where I would do it. So I'm going to do it. If I go to my dad's friend, who's a, who basically like owned the greatest Indian restaurant in DC until he left and then he got shut down. I'm not going to name it because all of those people are super fucking soggy, but <laughs> dude, his family, he's like a, like a family cook. His dad was the cook for the Prime Minister of India, Jawaharlal Nehru. Wow. Damn. So when people say, oh, you got the best chef, I'm like, yeah, actually I do. So his dad was that. So I'll go to him, and I told my brother, I was like, if I ever go to him, his name is Ashok. Awesome dude. Real nice guy. If I ever go to him, I'll eat his, I'll eat chicken, butter chicken again. That's what I'm going to do. That's my goal. So the butter chicken and the chicken tikka masala. You mean That's liquid gold? You mean liquid gold? Okay. Liquid gold, hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. So uh, is it conditional or are you just no, generally it's thinking? it's him cooking it. He lets me watch him cook because usually when I'm with him, I'm like, yo, please, let me just hang out with you in the kitchen. I won't say nothing. I won't breathe. I just want to watch you. I just want to be like blessed by your presence in the yeah. kitchen. And I like stand in the corner. And then like, I remember a while ago I went when he was, you know, the restaurant on Eldon Street, it's called Angiti. It's across the street from Bestway. Yes. Yeah. This dude, he was a part of that restaurant. That was one of the best Indian restaurants in Herndon. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the last places I remember eating chicken before I stopped eating like Mm -hmm. poultry, red meat, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I told my brother, I was like, if I go back and I eat chicken, it's going to be him. <clears throat> and he lets me watch. And then I can eat it. So Yo, but your story reminds me of uh, this one movie that I watched on Netflix. For those of you that have Netflix accounts, go watch this movie called Today's Special. And it's very similar to the story that you're If you don't about. have a Netflix account, Asif will give you his login. Absolutely. Anything. Just hit up our email. You know what it is by now. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but this movie, though, it, it's actually very similar. The guy, he owns a restaurant. His family owns a restaurant. The restaurant's struggling. It like sucks. It's like stuck in the 60s or this 50s or something movie? like that. 
it's like you know one of those weird pseudo like this you crossover see crossover ones. Yeah, crossover movies. Oh yeah, it, it's really it's on Netflix. I think so you I know guys what you're talking about. But essentially, like his family's restaurant is struggling, and the guy, the son, is not interested in doing any of this stuff at all. Yeah, and yeah. then eventually, the son becomes um, is like uh, apprenticed by this old chef that was the like prime old prime minister chef. Yeah, yeah. And like he's this like guy that's luck of the mill. Like whatever happens on the day will happen. It's yeah. like you know so. Friends, it's just a really good movie, but it, it reminded me of that that uh, your scenario that you're talking. Is about. it in English? Or it's is in English. It's in okay. English. Is yeah. it a Bollywood movie? No, like I said, it's, it's like, like a weird. It's like a crossover. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I want. I want to see that movie. It, it, well, like, I pulled it up right here. Like Slumdog Millionaire. Crossover? Yeah, yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah, kind of, sort of. It's really good though. I mean, like I said, I think you guys would all enjoy it. So watch it. It's like an hour and a half. But also, Slumdog Millionaire is a great movie, by the way. Great movie. But what is your soggy mango rating of it? Oh, my soggy mango uh, rating of it. Yeah. Um, so my soggy mango rating of it will probably be somewhere in like the four point range. Like a five is is really hard to give. We rarely give that out. Yeah, so, we don't give five. It's easy. Yeah, it, it would probably be somewhere between the three point five to four in that range. But it's a good movie to like to watch once. I don't know if I watch it over again. But it's True. fun, nice, fun, loving. The old guy, the chef in the movie that ends up being the uh, the trainer or the old prime minister's chef is a um, he's in a lot of Bollywood movies. Yeah. So you've seen him before. Um, for those of you that have watched Bollywood, is that Amrish Puri? I don't know. I don't know. His is name. he the guy in Hera Feri? Do you remember that movie? I don't remember it off the top of my head. I know. I'm sorry, but I'm really bad That's with okay. actor and actresses' names. So, um, but yeah, we'll go watch that. Liquid Gold is my go-to Indian food. Or desi food in general. Butter chicken? Yeah. Oh my god. Chicken tikka masala. Oh so my god. freaking good. So where... That's my comfort food. Yeah. Where's the best uh, butter chicken in Richmond? I can... I, anywhere. I, I, anywhere. Nah, that guy, I just told you, I guarantee you, I would go into battle with that answer. What's your... If you think it is not, I will fight you <laughs> on the you. spot. I, I will die for this man on his knives. On his cutting board. I would give my life for him. That's how good he is. I can tell you what the best butter chicken is in the immediate Herndon area. That guy, he's in Chantilly. Oh, well, immediate Herndon, like Chantilly is right next to Herndon. No. <laughs> but is, okay, but is it but is it called Herndon or is it called Chantilly? Fool. He said, he, "Never mind, just go ahead." <laughs> Yo, but like the the place here, I would say it doesn't exist anymore. It was called Shish Kebab. That was the best butter chicken that I've had here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't exist anymore. And I, so I, I actually had it from uh, Spice of India the other day, and it wasn't bad. So they must is have that the one the downtown. Yeah, the one on Seventh. I have to try that place. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I uh, I enjoyed it. It was a little pricey, but I mean, what, that's what you expect for dinner prices downtown. Yeah. I think Richmond has a very great uh, food scene, but I feel like Nova's uh, foreign food scene is much better. Absolutely, I you, you I are accurate. accurate. I agree. I agree. Accurate. 100%. Accurate. I was talking about that as well. <laughs> Like, we got the best, like, kebabs, Chinese food, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hispanic foods, pho. Yep. Like, w- down here in RVA, we have really great classic American food. We have good Italian spots. We have great bars and stuff. But our foreign food is lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, food dog is like... What were you saying, Adam? No, I was just saying, I think I think the immediate uh, DC, Northern Virginia area has like the best ethnic foods for sure. Especially uh, Adams Morgan has like a lot of good Japanese spots on the for like the East Coast. Like it probably doesn't compare to whatever you'll find on the West Coast, but it's all good. Man, you know what the spot is though in Richmond over on Innsbruck? 
The cafe, though. Oh, the gas station. The gas station. <laughs> the gas station, dude. Oh, the place is a Yo, shit. So this shit is legendary. Y'all been sightseeing this never, gas station. You never took you there? You never, no, you never man. went? Oh, I don't my know, God. Man. Yo, this Friday shit is night legendary. we're going. Oh, my God, Friday dude. Night. Oh. Y'all, like, Doobie's been talking about it. Y'all oh, been talking about it. Yo, look. That's it's literally the, called the Market Cafe. It's the Market Cafe. It's an Exxon, <laughs> it a, a, like, fucking beer and wine shop, and... A restaurant. It's like the most desi Punjabi thing that like somebody could have come up with and concocted and they did it. They were like, this is it. Dude, <laughs> but I, want, real. I want a convenience store, I want a gas station, and I want a restaurant. It's like <laughs> the epitome of like what brown people want when they come to America. Exactly. It's so soggy. You know the West End is also called like Little India, right? Because of Capital One and all this stuff. Like, I didn't know that. Didn't yeah, know yeah. That. No, no. It's like legit. I mean, there's so many Indians that are over there because of Capital One. And I didn't so know that. the bank. Huh? Yeah, yeah, be, yeah, because they because have their headquarters, headquarters are there. Yeah, the administrative oh, okay. yeah. side. And so, uh, so this man has literally won over that entire crowd. Because remember when we went? Dude, it was like dude, it was yeah, there were brown. families yeah. and shit there. There were the like kids. Is, they might as well have a daycare. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, <laughs> Dogging walking service. <laughs> it was so good. The, no, but actually, though, like the best thing that this guy has done is that he's like brought together. Indian people, but like from different parts of India. Indian. That is what's impressive. He has like South Indian people there. He has like Punjabi people there. He has like Pakistani people there. It's like amazing. And I know that's not even Indian people, but yo. <laughs> Pakistan's only been Pakistan for a few decades. So I mean, I consider them the same people, us the same. Shout out to Yusra for introducing us to Market Cafe, man. But yeah, shout out to Yusra. Shout out to like everyone, anyone who ever actually introduced us to that place. It's the bomb. It's the bomb.com. Like, it's the 90s. Yo. Yeah, that place. Though. That place I, is I, shit. I mean, we had a, it was a nice memory that we had there. Like, I got in practically ordered the entire menu. Like, legit. <laughs> and he was, was very gracious enough to put the whole bill. But, dude, there was, like, all different types of dishes that were on the table. I mean, there was shit that I had never seen before. <laughs> like, it was... You know, like, when something's hot, you can tell it's hot by looking at it? Like, I, I, you could look at this thing and it would, it was like, you already felt the indigestion, bro. Like, you felt yourself sniffing. You need some, you need some, you need some Where the napkins at? Where the napkins at? Ah, yes, the, the Alu 65. The Alu 65, That's what it was, so That's good. what it was. He already knew what I was talking Wait, about. Wait, Adam, you have been there too? Hell yeah, man. Are you Adam, kidding me? I'm slipping. I don't know. Even I have. Talon's listening right now, he'd probably be like, you fucking anomaly. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, I would, go there right. for, I would go there for lunch because my work is relatively close there. Mm. That's awesome, yeah. That place is the best. That's my favorite Indian place in Richmond. Yo, look, every single other Indian spot, I will say it on record. Y'all some ass. Y'all are trash. <laughs> I will fight you. I can cook better than every single one of the chefs you have. In RVA, I, yeah. In RVA, yeah, yeah. except maybe that Market Cafe. That's what I'm saying. That market cafe is like so much better. I'm not gonna lie, it's probably as authentic as you can get in Richmond, though. Oh, in yeah. the sense that, like, when you go there, you actually feel you like the environment as if you were sitting inside in some Daba like, in India. Yeah, exactly. You're probably chilling with the fam at home on the on the Daba, yeah, on the rooftop. Wow. And so it's it's pretty authentic. Although there is this other place in Shore Pump that I will vouch for that I really like. Um, it's in, like actually attached to the mall. It's right next to the hotel. I forgot from like the, the name Anoka? is living, the main name yeah, is living my head. Anoka? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Um, but it's pretty good too. And the, the chef's really nice. He whenever we, we walk in there, he always like 
Oh, I'll make some. I was like, I'm not really sure what I want on the menu. Because, like, you know, you get the same thing over and over again. You kind of get tired of it. I was like, you know, I'm not really feeling butter chicken now. What, what, can you create something? So he creates something. He's like, don't worry, I got you. And he's just like, that's 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 how you know it's a good place. Yeah, he's like, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> that sounds like what Adam would do. That is something else. Like, some, like, if Adam and I, if we ever actually opened up our nonsense kebab shop, it would be great. That's what would happen. People would be like, well, I don't know what I want. And we'd be like, all right, we got you. Just sit down, enjoy this mango lassi, and just chill. So do you have any dietary restrictions? Nope. Shut up. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Yeah, exactly. That's how that would go. Man, they have Gofi. Gofi yes. is awesome. Yes, you can get it in their convenience store. <laughs> Out of the frozen, frozen freezer box that they have. Forget Exxon, bro. No, it's not even got, an Exxon. The <laughs> shit is like Bengal. Okay, it's like it's, it's not so even good. You know that that's where they got the tiger from. Exxon's tiger. <laughs> Tori, in twenty seconds, give us your top five go-to spots in Richmond as an Richmonder, oh. and then Asif, you're up next. Okay. Um, let me. <clears throat> Talk about something so I can think about it. True. true so true. I've been on a hunt to discover what is the best uh, Philly cheesesteak in RVA. Okay. And so I this is the first time I ever took in pictures of food because like I was eating so many Phillies that I like it was hard for me to keep track of like what. Your <laughs> <laughs> Faisal has been on this conquest for. I got you. you know? I got you. I got you with the onion rings right after. Yes. I got you. <laughs> so so I've I started just keeping track in my head about a year ago, and then the last like two months I just started like all right man this is getting too confusing I need to start taking pictures and notes. So I have like a special folder on my phone of pictures of cheesecakes. <laughs> so <laughs> just because like, you know, when it's time for a cheesecake, like I need a cheesesteak. I need um like I need to know like what kind of what kind I'm feeding for, you know? Cause you have you have the ones that are like really meaty and really dirty. You know? And um yeah, yeah. So I so far I've I've surveyed like um, Asante's, Mojo's, A21, Sub Central, Ariana's Grill. Um, damn. Just, Ariana? Yeah. What's Ari- up? Ariana's Grill, I think, is down in the fan. Some of these places, I don't even know they had cheese sticks, yeah, bro. For sure. Yeah, yo, um, A21. Yeah, A21 is. Yo, A21 top. is like, people yes. sleep on it. No. Mm-hmm. A21 yeah. is like a secret. Yeah, yeah. The, the sleeper pick. Right? It's a sleeper pick yeah. when you're like, man, I don't know what I really want. And then someone says A21, you're like, yo, let's go there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. They have one of the best uh, Phillies for sure in the okay. city. Like top five or just like. In I, w- I would say top five. Okay. Um, Sub Central is also really good. But right now, from since doing my cheesecake survey thing. Cheesecake. So far, so far, it's been Ariana's Grill. I have a picture what? for you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Yo, put the like. picture on the website. Yeah, we'll put for that sure. On the yeah, no, no. That's picture. a great idea. I'll do. I'll do pictures for sure. No, that's yeah. sick. I'm glad you found something so far. But is this like <clears throat> the, the top standard that you were looking for, or is or just, just like, like you, you know, taste? So what's that? your rate? What's your rate? How many soggy mangoes? Mango. <laughs> soggy mango can apply to all things. Everything. We're, we're gonna take so, this shit. Look, man. Philly cheesesteaks are one of my favorite foods of all time. Respect. And I would say, I would Respect. say that like I cannot complain at all about Ariana's uh, cheesesteak because my my style is not like really dirty really like meaty like maybe they like it up up in uh, new york and philly that way but me personally i like a little bit of balance so balance it out with a with some lettuce and mayo and you know all of that uh so it works yeah yeah 
Faisal, have you gone to Philly Steak and Gyro in Carytown yet? Oh, yeah, there's a spot mm, called that. I don't think so. Yeah. You should, you should hit it up. It's called Philly Steak and Gyro. You should go there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm just, I'm trying so to. So that's what the Ariana's one looks like. What you got? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yo, the tomatoes are popping yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, good. it's really big, really thick. Oh, yeah. You know I love I mean? when you talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that counts as a customer, too. <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, sick. That he is was awesome. talking about a chode. <laughs> Shit. I've also used. Man, that looks beautiful. Yeah, man, it's. You dead. know what that reminds me of? So when the, the first time we went to uh, that New York subs and pizza joint. Oh, oh man. my god! Yo, Adam, I'm gonna pass the mic that to place, you. Though. Adam, but you got your soggy mango score. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I think this one uh, for this style of chili. Uh, <laughs> Where you at right now? Cheesecakes. Chili. Chili cheesecakes. <laughs> Stumberland. 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 We should insert for, the, the For this noise. style, for this style of cheesesteak, I would put it on par with Sub Central, but I would edge it to Ariana's. I would give it, I would give it a five. Sub Central. Damn. Where's Sub Central? Sub Central is down by... Main um, Street. Yes, down on Main Street, you know where the you know where Oh, the, it's by Spice of India. Near no, the Bank no, of America. Near the Bank of America. Yeah, yeah near the, the Bank of America. You can get to it by right the financial district. So right yeah, yeah, yeah. so right downtown. Oh, across by, the street from Merrill Lynch. Like thirteenth street. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. By Jojo's Pizza? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. By the Supreme Court building near there. Shout out to Jojo's Pizza. Shout out to RVA because oh we know this place. Yeah. I actually uh broke my vegetarianism with a Philly cheesesteak. That's a great story to tell on here, man. Nice. I'm glad you no, said that. No, that. No, no, because my my insides were all fucked up because I hadn't had like greasy meat and cheese uh, yeah. and peppers in four years. And then my tummy was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what did that, you do? <laughs> I expect that to happen to I'm me wholeheartedly when I have that. But that four years is a milestone. That's yeah, huge. That is huge. I gave up huge. meat for one year and decided that lifestyle is not for me. <laughs> Remember that one year, Gunnar and Adam? I do. I you felt so sorry so for you. Kim, Kim I never respected <laughs> you more. Kim, Kim was making like bulgogi and like all these things, and I was like, oh, I can't eat it, man. I'm like, I'm not doing it's this. It's okay. Right His now. bulgogi wasn't that good. But, I have, I have had better bulgogi now. Now, damn. <laughs> I challenge everybody that's listening. Go one week, as become a po- vegetarian one week. That's my challenge. That's a different style, you know what I Ooh, mean? Yeah, what's yeah. that? The, this one is... I think... It's in my notes. Go put okay. a blog post about it on the yeah. on the website. Yeah. Look for it under our episode. Mojo's, yeah. This one is from Mojo's. You can see the difference in like this style. Oh, that's definitely yeah. Mojo's. I can yeah. tell that that's from Mojo's. <laughs> yeah. It's like trough food. <laughs> so, is what it looks like, to be honest. You know what we should do? We should print out like certificates and just get like award them to whoever wins our awards. Mm. I like just that. go yeah. to the restaurant and be like, we want yes. to give you this arbitrary piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We give you three obvious and five soggy <laughs> mangoes. You did it. Good job. Okay. Yeah, I have my I have my top five. Oh, oh there we yes. go. I gotta run up. Burr, 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 burr. Okay, so not necessarily in any particular order, just no, top five. Not in, in any particular order, just like a general f- top five. Okay, so first one for like 
really good southern comfort food um, without going to the awkward deep south. You can go to Mama J's. I recommend that wholeheartedly. Mm, I yes. endorse that yes. too. How many soggy mangoes would you give it? Oh man, uh, I can't do I can't do five out of five because there's always room for perfect yep. for improvement and because we're worth it. But shout out to a very fun musical. But I would say I would say four point eight. Mm. Yeah, fair, fair. Okay. Okay, and then on the docket is Black Sheep. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, really good. Um, obviously, because of the battleships and all that, but they always have really interesting uh, specials as well. I follow them on Instagram, and I, I see every so often. Um, I didn't know I had a gram. Dude, I'm going to follow them. All right, I got you. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got a gram. I thought you was days. talking about drugs for a second. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, i split that. <laughs> I know. No, I'm playing. What is your rating for Black Sheep? Black Sheep. Um, I, would, I would say the same thing. 4.8. Yeah. All right. Maybe 4.7. They've been slipping the last time I went, so I would say 4.7. Yeah, I haven't been there in a little bit. Um, I was actually talking to Grind about this the other the other day. I usually only get the same thing because I don't go there as often. Mm-hmm. I should probably branch out a little more, but I'll, I always stick to like three or so different um, dishes. Nah, man, um, you like what you like. Thanks, dude. True. They are definitely the premier sub place here in RVA. They have the biggest subs they span across the whole table you can feed an entire family with just one that battleship yeah, yeah. they were featured on food network yeah travel channel yeah and travel channel both oh were they on food network yeah they were. i saw that episode yeah. with who uh i think guy fieri that's what i think it was guy oh that motherfucker the village cafe was also featured there they were yes oh we'll get to there uh next i would say tie top 10 um, okay. That's my favorite pl- Thai place in Richmond. Um, I just had better experiences there, to be honest. But that's fair. It, everyone has their preference, and they're a little they're they're the cheaper the cheaper one out of all the other ones mm. for the for the same thing. You're paying like a dollar more if you go to Carytown or something like that. Um, there's actually two Thai places in Carytown, mm-hmm. if you did not know. Uh, then the next two are actually in Carytown. I would say uh, Galaxy Diner. It's always really yes. good. Um, yes. Especially if you want that late night food. And they're open to 3 a.m. over the weekends. So <clears throat> That's a Soggy Squad That's, special, man. Yo, the Galaxy Diner, it has the stamp of the Soggy Squad approval. We've had some of our meetings there, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, we have. It's, it's the place, man. Shout out to the Black I would have been real upset if that hadn't made your list. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I would, I would, I would be like, man, what about Galaxy? Shout out to Black Hole Pancakes. Hell yes. yeah! Yo, shout oh out God. to their entire menu and their milkshakes <laughs> and their fried Oreos. I think it was the first time I had fried. Oreos. And their onion rings. What's good, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know, Black Hole Pancakes is basically a regular pancake, but with an Oreo in the center of it. Oh my God! Oh man! Oh yeah! And then my last one would oh, be um, Coppola's Deli, which is also in Carytown. Yeah, true. Um, oh, Coppola's is really good, actually. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things a lot of people sleep on. I'll, I'll agree. Um, they're right after the bird. They're they're at the cusp of the end of Carytown. Um, but I went there. I've been there a couple times, and it's like a really good vibe, and it's got really good food. Personally, when I first went, I thought it looked really seedy, but that attracted me to it. Is that weird? No. No. I mean, there's there's like a couple places like that 
that you that you uh, question going into at first, but then you're pleasantly surprised. That's how I felt about Mojo's, to be honest. <laughs> and then, like, you go in, you're like, this place isn't that bad. Right. Okay. So those are your five? Yeah. Do you want to give ratings for Thai Top 10 Galaxy and Copas? Hmm. Be careful with what you say here. You will be judged. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, all of them are all of them are above four soggy mangoes, just mm, in general. Nice. Um, like I, I wouldn't say they're my favorite if they weren't. Right. Type thing. That's um, fair. But I would say my like, uh, what's that term? That didn't make the cut, but honorable mention. My honorable mention, even though it's everywhere, is cookout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 What about you, Asif, as a Richmonder? Ooh. Richmond okay. Knight? Is that a thing? That Richmond Knight. Richmond Knight. Richmond uh, Knight. Um, well, so I will preface this with uh, Richmond has, it is uh, like we're blessed to have such great food in Richmond. And yeah. I mean, I think it's being recognized nationally. We can throw down in the kitchen. For real. For real, though. For real though. Because like we, we really are blessed, and given the fact that we're, we've been recognized, I think, on the national level is a testament to the food scene in RVA. <clears throat> so it's really difficult to try to figure out what my top five is. But I will say that my top five is more based on specific things that I've had there. So I don't know the overall menu for sure. because I haven't had most of the stuff. But the, like the specific things that I've had there, for example, for fries, my number one place to go to in Richmond for fries is 23rd in Maine. Um, it's this place on, uh, Main Street that's right, it's, it's kind of explained, on 23rd and Main Street. <laughs> it's right, um, right near, right before you enter Churchill, basically. It's right in pseudo Churchill. So it's, oh my god, they have this Parmesan truffle, truffle fries. And they're the best fries that I think I've ever had. So, um, that, I would give that a soggy mango rating of, on a fry scale, like 4.8, I know, dude, it's, it's, wow. it's legit. I think... One time, I just went there and had the fries. I didn't even have anything else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when I was thinking about my stuff, it's it's they're not all American food, or it's not all like fried fried food in that. Right. Way. So right. that yeah. So my rating was even though they're all kind of the same rating, it's they they're all doing a different thing. Yeah. Like exactly. Galaxy's a, a late night diner, Thai top ten, kind of self explanatory. Mama J's Southern, Southern Comfort. Yeah, I can Coppola's totally. Is like the delicatessen type feel. I can totally relate to things being because you have to almost categorize things. It's so hard to put, a, especially in Richmond. It's so hard to put things on a scale that we're like they're all on the same platform, like where it's you yeah. know all yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I, another one is City, city Diner for for what? breakfast. Oh. Uh, breakfast food, City Diner, man. I'll really have to go there. You really do because you're there. not you're not the only one. Like I've talked to people at work and they're like, "Yo, City Diner," and I'm like. Man, why have you been talking to Asif? <laughs> so, so it is a staple of Richmond. Tim Kaine goes there quite often. Is that the one on Broad Street? It's right on the bro- right on Broad Book Street. Bindery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's right on Broad, okay. right next to Book Bindery. I'll have to try it. It's so good. I, I just for breakfast, I, and plus, I just had this kind of. I, I need to go to more diners, and I've been to a, quite a few here in Richmond, but. Um, I'm just a huge diner guy. I really enjoy the food. I think the. I agree. Yeah, it's they're just so uh, they're nice to be at. And so you're a guy kind of guy. A guy guy. Oh, this guy. Uh, this guy. This thanks, guy. Adam. I got it. <laughs> um, got the the show. 
Yes, 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 sorry, yes, sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. Correct. Well done, well done. Well, yeah, well done. Like the <laughs> I don't steak. watch Food Channel enough. Okay? Well done, like the steak you put ketchup on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, I give that a rating of um, four point five. Um, for for brunch. Um, but then again, there's so many good places for brunch. Another one is Millie's. Millie's is really good for brunch. Millie's is there's, there's a reason why Millie's has a line outside of it every weekend for brunch. It like you literally have to wait an hour before you can get it get in, and it's a really small place. What is your brunch food? What do you eat there? Um, huevos rancheros, really good, really good huevos rancheros. Citizen is also another one that has good huevos rancheros. Citizen Kane? No. <laughs> <laughs> Citizen, it's just right on Main Street. Orson Welles personally makes it, makes your rancheros. Is he still alive? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can be if you want to. Um, in your heart. <laughs> my heart. Tori covered it. Uh, it's yeah. Black Sheep. There's a lot of overlap. I was going to say Black Sheep was, was going to be another one. That I mean, awesome. In the Village is also a, real, a staple of Richmond, too. It is. I, I agree. Another staple of Richmond was Joe's Inn, but I've only been there once. And everybody talks to me about Joe's Inn. I've had oh, it we're... once, and it was pretty good. Yo, funny story Tori has about <laughs> Joe's Inn. Uh-oh. Uh, I am related to Joe. No way! What? That's so funny. Yeah, Joe McGrady. How are you related? I think uncle, great uncle, or great grandfather. um, One of those. Uh, Definitely on the my maternal parents side. That's Um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So do do you eat for free? No, none of the. uh, Well, none of the real, none of the really original people are there. I mean, uh, Joe has obviously passed on. A long time ago, since uh, Josen started about 60 years ago. Um, but he sold it to these two brothers who kind of made it into more like a bar scene rather than a restaurant scene. And then they sold it to Nick, who's a Greek dude, so he ad- added a little bit of Greek flair to everything. And then there's a couple of different partners involving with his family and all that. But the... Uh, not super secret, top secret, but my grandmother uh, actually still makes the sauce there. That's awesome. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's legendary status, man. That's awesome. We need to go there and roll deep. For real, though, because Joe's Inn is a staple of Richmond. Everybody always talks about, at least um, a lot of people at work have always re- referenced how Joe's Inn was a, uh, like a big piece of them growing up, or, you know, they always went there. And so that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Man, you work with some old ass people. You know I do. That's government, <laughs> that's government bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, the problem. But yeah, there was actually a. Because I was doing like a little mini Dozen documentary for one of my uh, college classes. And my grandmother gave me this uh, magazine clipping of Dozen actually made. A, or published the recipe for the Josen sauce, which is supposed to be super top secret and all that stuff. But the serving was for 60 servings. So you'd have to 160th everything to get like an actual tolerable yeah. portion of everything. I thought that was really nice, really funny. <laughs> like, oh yeah, here's the sauce that we're famous for and we never tell you, but you have to make 60 servings of it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like four onions and like, Four pounds of beef, like it's it's a lot. Yes, thanks. Hey, the sauce, though, Dan, why you do? I to try this. Um, so that's sweet. That? That's four. Well, four that's pounds four. of beef to this sauce, right? <laughs> I know exactly. Um, and then I've tried 
So I, I was on this mission to um, try as many sushi places there are here in Richmond. Okay. A couple of them have already closed down since we started. I shouldn't be laughing. That's very sad of them. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to the folks that closed down. Um, Who closed down? <laughs> we, we miss you. Uh and actually, one of the places was really good. I wish it hadn't closed down. It was Is actually a really cool location. The corner, like, by no, this one was actually on in Carytown, right next to the tobacco in Tobacco Row. So Tobacco Row is like the if you keep going down Cary past the Holocaust Museum, it's in like that little. It's like when you, you started by saying Carytown. Oh no, yeah, that's not near Carytown. No, did I say Carytown? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean sorry. Carrie Street. I meant Carrie Street. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Tobacco <laughs> Row and on Cary Street. Sorry, and it's right near the Holocaust Museum. It's like. That little um, strip of Cary Street. I think it's still considered Cary Street at that point, but it's like I know where, I know where you're talking. It turns into canal, don't it? Yeah, it's like yeah, right next to the canal. Yeah. I'll have to go there. It's really cool. Um, so, anyways, it used to be there, and now it's not there anymore, which is unfortunate because it was really good. Um, but apparently, not good. Have you been to Sumo San? Sumo San is pretty yeah. good. Sumo San is really good. Um, another one that's kind of gone downhill since we last went there. Uh, Momotaro in Carytown, right at the yeah. end of Carytown. It was really good, and then all of a sudden, because it was like this hole in the wall, and then they apparently they haven't. They, the last one we went there, it wasn't that great, and I think it shows because there's not a lot of people that are dining in there. Um, I have a very warm memory of Momotaro. Yeah, yeah, but I used to go there a lot. I haven't gone there in probably a year and a half, so right. I don't know when. When was the last time you did? But ah, uh, probably like a year. Yeah, yeah. go to there or Carytown Sushi. Carytown Sushi is really good. Yeah. Pretty, it is. Yeah. It is actually really. And good. they have the half price sushi for Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really awesome. Um, so those are a few places that I think, uh, like I said, there are quite a bit more <clears throat> sushi places that are awesome. But anything out in the west? Um, the west. Um, I don't go out. To... That means no. Yeah, no, nothing that I would that's rate really like, high. The f- some of the foreign foods are, some of the Indian spots are there. Right. They're the, one of the best pieces of land that I've ever had in Richmond was at this place in Carytown called Sea Street. It's not there anymore? No, it's still there. It's, um, you know, that big building, it looks pretty majestic. It has like four or five different things in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a big, uh, it's like a house. It looks like a house. But yeah, it's yeah. in like Carytown and it's like this big house. It has like four or five restaurants in it. One of them is called Sea Street. And it's really good, but it's really pricey. Is that the one on the deck upstairs? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Really good. It's a great place for um, if you want to take somebody out. And uh, it's just a nice little function place. But um, their lamb... Function. Their lamb is on point. Adam will be the so judge of that. It'll melt in your mouth. You say this, but I don't know if I trust your palate. Like, like, as much again, as I trust Adam's. Again, I, I, the last time I went there was like two years ago. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the place I got I told you about in um, Sacramento has the best lamb I've had so far. Ever? Lamb rack, at least, yeah. Ever. Ever. Wow. Wow. That's nice. That's a bold statement. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't. When I do eat lamb, it's usually at home, and like that doesn't count as eating out. So. Yeah. True Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that's the kind, actually kind of the same way I feel. A lot. I've never really eaten lamb out except for that place. Man. They got good lamb at uh, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You put me on the Coliseum. Yo, Coliseum is good. They had a good fish sandwich that I could eat there. It was great. Coliseum, so Coliseum has changed over the Adam? 
Oh yeah, I was gonna say um, Coliseum for me. Like freshman year was really important because it was kind of where I got like my taste of home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Coliseum's changed over the years. So Coliseum once was this place where it was like a Muslim gathering place, especially after Jummah Friday prayer. We would always go to Coliseum, and the thing is, back in the day, that upstairs part wasn't like a dining area. It was like a they had like this long couch, this L couch that spanned the entire duration of like the room. And they had um, a TV in the corner. So, like, essentially, that would be, you would go there, like, freshman year and sophomore year, that, that was, like, a huge defining piece for, I think, my undergraduate career. Because, like, that's it's where everybody, spot. yeah, everybody would go there. It's just, like, you could see, from time to time, somebody would be either coming out of there with a sub. And, I, actually, they had one of the better Philly cheesesteaks back in the day when I really enjoyed it. Damn. And so, and I don't I think it's kind of tapered off. The food is kind of gone. Not to, gone. I, I remember we went there, we went to... Last year, <clears throat> shit, we can say last year now. We went there last year. That was it was the last year? Time. Yeah. It was oh, earlier wow. in the summer. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. went there. It was interesting. Yeah. Like uh, like I said, it used, I think they've kind of gone gone down a little bit since the glory days, like yeah. maybe five or six years ago. But yeah. Yeah, man. man. I love the people there. They're generous. They usually size some things when you go there. Yeah. Baba John's nice. That's what I call him. He's the owner. Yeah. Um, his his kids were written, definitely very involved with his business too because we would know them and we would go over to their apartment occasionally from time to time. I would go over with some of the older heads back in the day, like brothers, friends, and stuff. So. Man, so let me tell you. Let's hear your list. I've been sent by many different people to test which establishment has the best onion rings. And so far, I've got to go with Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Galaxy, Galaxy is my favorite spot in Richmond. Damn, that's gonna be the quote of the episode. Galaxy <laughs> Diner. That's like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to Galaxy and been disappointed. And that's hard to say because, like, you can go. I remember I've been to Black Shoe. You've been something was off or. Anywhere, everywhere. Like, I can even say that about my market cafe. Because one time, they didn't bring me my drink. And I was we mad. should print them a certificate first. <clears throat> since Galaxy they, Diner? Yeah, since they hosted our uh, meetings <clears throat> too. That's true. You know what? I'll be... We should do that. <laughs> I fuck with Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy. Yo, Galaxy is like... It's, I've never had a bad time at Galaxy. Because whenever I've gone there, it's been with like you guys or just... It's been a positive experience. I've never had a negative experience at Galaxy, food or, you know, atmosphere-wise or anything. That's, like, probably one of my favorite spots in Richmond. Like, that's where I took my brother when he came to Richmond for the first time. I was like, yo, I got you. He went there. He was like, yo, this place is shit. True. So. Yeah, that's actually a good question. If you had to take somewhere, somebody that had never been to Richmond. Galaxy one To one place. Oh, okay. Where would that That's be? a question. Where I would that you. spot be? Shit. Okay, so you. you said Galaxy. Well, what would you say, awesome? Come back. I would, I, would, I would actually come back to me as well because it depends on the type <laughs> of... Well, here's why. Here's why. I got you. I got you. All right, go ahead, Adam. I would take them hands down to Sub Rosa in Churchill. Oh, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub Rosa. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, how novel do you want to get it? Because depending on the amount of novelty that that facility provides, I would take them by that. I wouldn't take them like, oh, are you just hungry? Or like what type of food also takes into account? Like if you just want to take someone like, yo, I got this really 
cool spot, then yeah, I would probably agree with Faisal, uh, Adam and say Sabrosa is probably a good spot. Well, that's the thing. I have a bunch of coffee places that I think are like... Yeah. Richmond, Richmond has a bunch of great cafes and I think that's the, that's one of the underrated pieces of this place is that like yeah. coffee is a big piece of what Richmond, Richmond is. Yeah, for sure. And so having great coffee places and cafes I think is integral to what makes Richmond Richmond. And so one of my favorite coffee places to go to in Richmond, I would say it's really hard. But is it that where we went, Eighth Street Cafe? Uh, Twenty One in Carytown? No, 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 no. The where I was supposed to meet you. It's on Franklin. Oh, yeah. Sefton. 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 That place is pretty good. Sefton has a special thing in my heart. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it has a special thing in my One heart. One time, sure. I had a turkey sandwich from there, and it replenished my soul. Like it, Yo, like I, it, I rose out of that's the, the quote of the day. <laughs> no, that is, that the is the quote. That is the quote. One time I had a turkey sandwich from there and it replenished my, my soul. soul. Like, oh, oh, I my was, God. I was famished. I was starving. And it's right you around the like corner from where I work. Yo, I could listen to Faisal all day. Yo, this dude has the best. You, man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Faisal, where would you where would you take the? So the first the first thing that comes to my mind without giving too much thought is black sheep. Yeah. Just because, like, that's what I was thinking yeah, too. It's just one of those things. I love the atmosphere of the spot, and you know, you're. I don't know where else you can get subs like that anywhere else. So no, I don't think you can. To be yeah. honest, like, fuck you, subway, busway, ass crap. Um, I wouldn't go there for Philly though. Yeah. Huh? It's also a franchise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like for Probably sure. Compete but... with mom and pops when you do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm, I'm I also kinda... give Brett black sheep because they have a really good brunch menu as well. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad, y'all. Got, y'all like, there's a lot of places that like on my list that aren't on any of you guys's, and I feel weird about it. Well, <laughs> break no, it down. I, I, I wasn't done yet with my onion rings, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Shit. I know. Actually, go ahead, Adam. Well, because mix can be saved. Yeah, you know, is it just onion rings? Because mine is like overall. Even no, though I was I've, gonna give it, I was gonna do like a combination of like diner food and like what I personally like. I think it's funny how listening to you guys for the most part, all of us kind of have a like a, a dish or something that we use to test the waters of a place. Yeah, but I think that's what it is. Like I think everyone has that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like some people they just kind of ask the waiter or waitress what what the best food on the menu is as opposed to sticking to their guns yeah but i think it's funny like austin mentioned Bebos rancheros like a lot you have onion rings faisal has chili cheese steaks and y- y'all know me chicken chicken par, par. i got you man. and for that i give it to the village yeah i was gonna say village yo they're yeah. up next on my list how can we so, not mention village well because i was getting to it god damn it <laughs> yeah, yeah um, exactly we've had some meetings there too we have had meetings there I was going to say, Village is probably second in terms of onion rings. Village is second. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I only use that for like diner obviously. type American places. You know what I mean? Like, I won't be able to go to like Thai Top 10 and be like, y'all got onion rings. Although I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I can't go to Sushi King and be like, y'all got onion rings? And they'll be like, well, how many? <laughs> some fucked up. <laughs> but they're also but like... But they do. They're, and they're like, you got some shrimp tempura, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that, yeah, yeah. my onion rings are for like American diner style food. And that's the same thing with me and chicken farms yeah, for no, the I most part. But Village, the honorable, the honorable, the honorable food for me at the Village, the thing that I could order for days on end is their buffalo chicken sub. Mm. Oh, true. 
that gets me every time. Yep. It's just there's something about the, the tomato lettuce and chicken ratio. Like I agree with Faisal, it's important in a sub. I think it's important in a sandwich, man. Like you gotta have, you gotta have the fixins. Yeah, the fixins. You gotta have the fixins because if you the don't have the fixins in the sandwich, it's not a complete sandwich. It's so, just bread with some shit in it. I hate to break it to y'all, but VC was thinking about demolishing the village. I know. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Can you link Is us it? with an article? Uh, yeah, I read it. Wait, in VC the newspaper. owns it? No, no, but they're thinking about buying up the it. property. And well, they bought the old village building. That's across the street from it. Okay. That's still at Harrison and Grace. It's that building that had the like. Oh, the, the Harrison bags. Street Coffee. Did, no, no, like, no. You know what I'm talking about, though. That's Harrison Street Cafe. Cafe. No, they didn't buy oh, that. Oh, okay, good. No, I'm saying, if you're imagining Harrison and Grace and you are on the side of the village, it's oh. that building. As soon as you turn around, I know what you're talking oh, about. So you the have the Chinese place is? right. So you have the Chinese place right here. Evergreen. Yeah, you have no, no, no. Panda, 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 Oh, I didn't know that. That's that building that has the um, what's it has a convenience store next to it, yeah, and yeah, shawarma, yeah, yeah. shawarma shack, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always wonder what happened. To that okay, yeah. so oh, I, that's what it was. Okay. I go there to study graffiti. True. Interesting. <laughs> For me, I would say I would say black sheep, um, but Mama J's as well. Um, Actually, I got the place, but go ahead. Oh, it was actually in uh, Charlottesville uh, a couple a couple weeks ago, just like a day trip to to do some stuff, and and we'll actually go see a movie uh, that was only playing in Charlottesville. But I went to Mel's Diner, which is like I went there once, and it's a really good place. They have really cheap food, but it's really good food, and have like a really cool atmosphere. But I was there by myself. Um, but the, it was really funny. These people from uh, one of the person was from Richmond. Another person just moved to Richmond, and they were asking the 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 uh, lady that worked there like, "What's also good in Richmond?" And I was gonna be like, "Pipe in," but then she said, "Mama J's," and I was like, "Good, good. I can continue <laughs> eating my sandwich now." Um, for dessert, for Richmond, I would say proper pie. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's yes. a really good one. If yes. you like pie. Dude, or just pie. dessert. Shindigs. Adam knows too. Shindigs. Shindigs. Shindigs, Shindigs is a yeah. Shindigs, Shindigs is a is good for cake. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's good for cake. Good for cake. Yeah. Yeah. Great savory, savory, savory pies are good at proper pie too. Yeah. 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 Proper pie is awesome. Another great place um, that's also a cafe is Whisk. I love Whisk. I've Whisk is pretty things. good. That's in Carytown. No, no, it's actually right on. Broad. Broad. Oh, no, it's on uh, Main. Or, yeah. It's on Main. Yeah, yeah which is Whisk, right near 2030 Main, actually. Whisk has these amazing, huge... Oh, yes, yes. They have these fist-sized macarons, which yes. are amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. thank you. Dude, when was the last time you came to Richmond? Excuse me? Uh, way, way oh, back. sure, sure. Way back. I went to Whisk. Whisk was actually the last trip I made before I moved. All right. Yeah. I got you. You ready? story. If, investigate. Depending on depending on the type of food they wanted, they wanted diamond galaxy all day every day, because everything in galaxy, everything on their menu, anyone can eat. It's safe for all dietary needs. That's why I like galaxy. 
You can bring everyone you know there and somebody will find something to eat there. Now, if someone were like, yo, I want some like Southern food. I like Mama J's, but I got to give it to Croker Spot. I knew it. Mm. I knew it. <laughs> I would, and like, if you if they were like, yo, I want seafood, I want fish, uh, Croker Spot. I Croker like, Spot too. Their portion, like, I'm a big guy. I can eat. But Croker Spot, their one plate, which, yes, it is expensive. But the amount of food that they give you, you can eat off of it for a week. Totally. I, and I, I have. I that. have. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I ate, like, what I thought was a giant portion, and I was still eating the rest of the, whatever I saved for the rest of the week. Yeah. Is it expensive? It's yeah. Kind of I mean, it's like, like the one plate that I got was, like, $25. But, like, I didn't buy groceries for a week. Yeah. I mean, it I wouldn't say that that's bad. I mean, some spots up in Novo go for like that much, and you don't get that much food. So but no, this yeah. place they definitely portion yeah, it for you. Yeah, for I'm, sure. There's I'm, no, there's no like they don't skimp on anything. Right. The cornbread slice is probably the slice size of my, my fist. of my hand, of my palm, my hand. <laughs> it's huge, man. I mean, Faisal I just sh- like had hard eyes for a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was good. It's um, like it's this big, the size of this whole Chipotle Chipotle napkin. napkin. <laughs> for reference for reference one chipotle napkin <laughs> yo but that place is good for soul food it's it's so good and That's another place I left out which I can't believe I left out Max's I've never been there it's it's considered Belgian food that's what they, they list it as but it's a really nice a environment scene too. it's a great environment place like if you want to go for like a really nice dinner and have like a really it's a, a nice feel have you ever been inside nice, yeah it is gorgeous man it's a really nice place and they have valet parking for free so nice anyways. but man 2016 full of full of bumps cool. and bruises but full of hope too we're in the new year we are. 2017 watch out bitches yo Abby is coming for you despite everything we're still here despite we'll everything it's still you yeah, you know, I was reading today that they were saying that by 2050, so within our lifetime, potentially, not Mars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not everything is about Mars. I'm just saying. They were saying that like you'll be able to like upload your consciousness Jeez, to like oh computers and shit and like VR. <laughs> okay. Yo, this shit was That's wild. I was like reading this stuff. And I was like, I wonder what Faisal thinks about that. And then I was like, Faisal has too much common sense to be reading something like this. <laughs> and I was like, this is for people like me that click on this shit. And then they're like, clickbait. Oh, wow. <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> Illuminati. No, but it was very interesting though. It was like, oh, VR is going to change so much. Like augmented reality is going to change so much. Not to like fall back onto our previous episodes, but it's very interesting like where technology is going especially considering like 60 years ago we had palm and now we have the playstation 4 hey hey i have a xbox or pc or whatever as 2017 begins wishing every so as 2016 ends and 2017 begins uh i think we all are looking forward to the the new year that's ahead and the, the new beginnings and hope that um, we can accomplish what we've set forth. I know we all have our own goals and our own initiatives and things that we want to work on. But there's a bright side to uh, 2017 and every day. It, that being that every day is essentially a new opportunity for you to reflect on what you've done and how you can become better, whether that be in your personal life or work 
or relationships or anything that you want to um, improve upon. So let's take 2017, let's move forward, and let's continue to, to be the best that we can be and focus on ourselves as opposed to looking towards others. Bye, Peace, y'all. Sorry. If you would like to educate us, challenge us, or provide feedback, write to us at our email, abvi.us.podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at abviuspodcast. Thank you.